Hi, this is Jeff Kober, and we welcome you to another Disney News on Parade. We have so much unfolding at Walt Disney World as it continues down the course of reopening its entire resort. We'll cover all the latest and greatest today on Disney and News on Parade today for June 23rd, 2020. But be sure to check out our notes page because it outlines many of the things we're going to talk and you're going to want to take a look at, at its, uh, its notations as well as links. By the way, we also have a survey that we have been doing up through, uh, we'll continue that survey uh, through June 30th. And it's just an opportunity to kind of know uh, how we're doing in terms of providing you the very best uh, podcasts and posts and uh, media possible uh, at Disney at Play and Disney at Work. So please uh, uh, check out the post and, and know that at the bottom you can uh, click on the link that will take you out to a, a pretty short survey that will put you in the running for uh, lots of prizes. Very well. Starting with hotel openings. Now this week, of course, has been major because uh, many of the Disney DVC resorts and villas have reopened um, across Walt Disney World. But what has uh, also occurred is that Disney has now announced that the following Disney Resort hotels, just for hotel stays, will reopen to book guests on the following dates. Starting with July 10th, Disney's Animal Kingdom Villas, the Jumbo House, Disney's Pop Century Resort, and Disney's Contemporary Resort are all going to, to open on July 10th. On July 29th, Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort will open. That will be the first moderate resort to uh, reopen after uh, this entire pandemic. On August 12th, Disney's Polynesian Village Resort and Disney's Art of Animation Resort is going to open. And then unfolding for on August 24th, Disney's Yacht and Beach Club Resorts will um, open. Then on September 21st, Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa will open. Then later, October 1st, Disney's Boardwalk Resort will reopen. And finally, on October 14th, Disney's Coronado Springs Resort will reopen. Three of those are very much tied to the NBA playoffs. We'll talk about that in a moment. Um, by the way, in celebration of all these resorts and Disney DVC villas opening, reopening, uh, I hope you've had a chance to check out what we love most about the Walt Disney World Resort Hotels uh, that we did uh, just recently uh, released. That podcast and post has a kind of celebration of all this, and I think you'll enjoy uh, listening to it. So make sure you check out um, our most recent post prior to this one. By the way, I should also mention that Disney has announced that the resort airline check-in service will resume on July 12th. So that is forthcoming in, uh, in time with the uh, theme parks uh, soon reopening. Now with the Walt Disney World Resorts uh, being announced as, as to their reopenings. By the way, did you notice, I should have mentioned this. Did you notice that there's some things that are missing off that list? Uh, all of um, uh, Disney's uh, all-star um, resorts are completely off 
the uh, the list right now and has not been uh, they have not identified a date for returning neither has Disney's Port Orleans Resort that too has not been noted as when it will reopen so that's a that's a big flag because and boy you think about the number of people who stay just at all-star resorts uh, that's a lot of folks who have yet to come back I mean, if you take out those people from your theme parks you'd think you'd have pretty light crowds uh coming back so so it's 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 very interesting and we'll keep uh keep you posted as we go meanwhile walt disney world has noted um which um restaurants are going to reopen in the theme parks now by the way we did a Disney News on Parade just last week where we spoke of the attractions that would not open when the park um, parks reopen in July. That's a shorter list than the longer list. We're going to cover those restaurant openings that are not opening um, when, um, when these parks uh reopen in July. So here is that list of, and again, if it's not on the list, then it means it's reopening. So some of your favorites like Be Our Guest and, and um, um, uh, the uh, um, Sleepy Hollow Refreshments, all of those are reopening. But these are the ones that are not opening. The first is the Crystal Palace. The Crystal Palace is a buffet restaurant. And with an exception of one that we'll note a little later, just so you know, there just are, are not, those buffet restaurants are not reopening at this time. It remains to be seen whether these are going to be retooled into something very different, which for the Crystal Palace, I would really welcome. Because frankly, I've always felt that the buffet kind of cheapened the experience and it's such a beautiful architecture beautiful interiors although i thought the carpets were always run down i think this is a great opportunity to reinvent the crystal palace as a really nice dining establishment but you may feel differently but you may have enjoyed the character buffets that have existed there for so long and they're fun but i would love to see that re-notched up a, up a list tortuga tavern and golden oak are listed now that's not surprising they're usually operated seasonally westward westward ho which is just this small um uh, little snack stand across from country bear jamboree it is not listed the diamond horseshoe is not listed and that's a good thing along with the tomorrowland terrace which we'll talk about which we'll also name in a second um, both of them are not listed as reopening. Now, mind you, Tomorrowland Terrace uh, has not been listed as an active going restaurant. Sometimes it's opened seasonally during uh, strong holiday uh, periods. And then they've been doing the dessert parties at night. Of course, that's not happening, especially with the uh, fireworks, but also because that was kind of buffet in style. Um, but both of these have been rumored to be places where you could just go in and relax and get, uh, take a breath and not have to wear your mask, socially distance yourself, um, you know, in terms of tables away from people, but, but be able to just go and relax. So 
We'll, more news on that. That has not been officially stated, but that is um, that is the rumored case for those two restaurants. Very interesting, and probably the most interesting thing that has been listed is not opening. The Columbia Harbor House. Now, I have to tell you, I love the Columbia. If you want a 1971, it feels just like when it opened at Walt Disney World. I'd say the Columbia Harbor House is really... Uh, one of those places, it just has not been updated in terms of look and feel. And that's kind of a good thing. And that's not really a good thing. Frankly, it was overdue for being updated. I don't know that that's the case. But the way it's designed, it's designed into small rooms um, as a part of a whole with an upstairs as well as a downstairs. It's really kind of a clustered kind of grouping and maybe doesn't... Um, make for a very um, open public space for dining. It's interesting because Gaston's Tavern is also listed and that too is one of these difficult to queue and also um, just it's kind of intimate and clustered, not ideal during this COVID-19 pandemic. Prince Eric's Village Market, you probably didn't even know that existed. It's just a little kiosk stand across from um, the Little Mermaid attraction, that's usually somewhat seasonal. Chesser Cafe, that's a little surprising. Friar's Nook, not opening. A Tomorrowland Terrace Restaurant, we've mentioned that. The Lunching Pad underneath the Astral Orbiter, not listed as opening and neither Cool Ship, which frankly, with all those mist sprays, not really ideal. That's the Magic Kingdom list. I just want to notice Pecos Bill's Tall Tale Inn is opening. But I would dare to say that will be modified considerably. And I'm okay with that. Some people just love Pecos Bills because they love that um, Chipotle kind of style dining. But I'm sorry, Pecos Bills was never Chipotle. And I, I just never liked that menu. I think it needs to go to a barbecue restaurant. And I think that would very similar to what they've done at... Uh, at American Adventure. I think they need to do something similar to that with Pecos Bills, but we'll see what happens. Now we move to Disney's Animal Kingdom. Caravan Road, that's typically seasonal. A lot of these are typically seasonal little kiosks. Dino Diner, kind of a cute, it's one of the cute little things. If there could be anything cute in that Dino Land uh, mess of a carnival contraption area, but that little dino diner, which has kind of the tater tot menu to it. Um, it's not reopening at this time. During Koala is not opening. Eight Spoon Cafe, um, Mahindi, Terra Treats, Smiling Crocodile. You're probably listening to these and thinking, I have never even heard of these. But they're typically seasonal. Um, Harambe Market, the fruit market is opening but not the Harambe Market. Fruit Market was up actually up closer to the entrance of the um, Kilimanjaro Safaris. The Harambe Market was that new outdoor dining section that was added. And honestly, I had been observing over the last year or two that at times uh, it was doing good business at lunch, but often by 3.30 or 4, that thing had closed for the day. And, uh, and it's unfortunate because actually there were a couple of good pieces there. You remember there was kind of a, it was kind of like three different little stands that you kind of lined up on. 
uh, it had diminished down to one at best. I haven't seen all three stands open in a long time, but that is not opening uh, for for a time to come. Uh, Tusker House, obviously another buffet place. I would like to see this probably outfitted. Uh, it, if you'll recall, it wasn't a buffet to begin with. So I'd love to see it go back to a table uh, style restaurant and it's certainly conducive to that. But I know some of you would be very disappointed because you've enjoyed it as a character uh, buffet experience. The one surprising thing, I kept checking it to think, am I right on this? Pizza Fari is not listed. Now, I have to say, when we did this list of attractions not opening, there were modifications that came out afterwards. For instance, uh, originally listed wa was that L Festival of the Lion King was opening. Later, they took it off the list as not opening. And so there may still be some adjustments to this. I can't believe they're not opening Pizza Safari. That just seems like an important um, stand. But uh, that the other major places uh, are opening up. The barbecue is open. Tiffin's, um, Satui Canteen, um, all those places. Rainforest Cafe, all those will be open. But the ones we've listed... Again, this is all listed in our notes page as the ones not um, uh, not opening when the parks reopen. Disney's Hollywood Studios. So here's a couple interesting things here. Um, the Dockside Diner, which is the boat restaurant, formerly Min and Bill's, it had changed over about a year ago to Dockside Diner, probably because nobody knew who Min and Bill was. Uh, that's a great story I need to share one of these days as to who they are. It's a great little story. But anyway, that is not at this time opening. Toluca Legs Turkey uh, Company. Um, not sure if Turkey Legs are, op where Turkey Legs are opening, if they are opening anywhere. Catalina Eddie's is one of those counter service places at, at, um, at that off of Sunset Boulevard. So it's, it's just probably they've decided they don't need to open all of them. And so they've closed Catalina Addies because the others are open. Uh, Fairfax Fair is not opening either. The KRNR, the rock station, that little hot dog stand by Rock and Roller Coaster is not open. This will disappoint some of you. So I'm sorry to tell you this, but Hollywood Scoops, that ice cream place, currently not scheduled to reopen. Uh, the Oasis Canteen, that's where you get the... Um, uh, funnel Cakes near Indiana Jones, which is not opening. Um, that is closed, right? That will be closed. 50s Primetime Cafe is listed as opening, but the tune-in lounge that is part of it, maybe it, because it's so intimate a space, it's not conducive to social distancing, that is not listed as opening. And then the neighborhood Bakery is not opening. You probably don't even know what that is. It was part of an incredible celebration, which they said was going to eventually close, but it kept staying open. That's the home of the Num Num Cookie and what was an incredible lime key pie. I'm sorry, lime key. Key lime pie on a stick. Um, it was incredible. I hope they move that to another location, at least the food. But that isn't going to be opening. Uh, the others, the great ones, uh, Sci-Fi, Drive-In, all of Star Wars Galaxy Edge's 
uh, offerings, uh, Brown Derby, all of those will be opening, but uh, the ones we've listed will not be. Then we come to the Epcot list. And what makes this one interesting is the number of uh, table service dining restaurants that will not be opening around World Showcase. Uh, in fact, I don't think I caught anything in Future World, but then again, Future World is mostly closed right now. On the other hand, on the list of those things that are um, are uh, not opening, Acker Shoes Royal Banquet Hall again, Buffet, Princess, Character Meet and Greet, that's not surprising. Restaurant Marrakesh, um, that's an oldie. Um, honestly, has not done great business, but as you'll see, there's a theme that plays out in the next several. Chef de France, Chez de France, Monsieur Paul's, Tepanito, Tokyo Dining, Nine Dragons Restaurant, Lotus Blossom Cafe, although the Joy of Tea is opening, Tuto Italia Ristorante, and Tuto Gusto. All of these World Showcase restaurants are not opening. These are some of people's favorite dining locations when they visit Epcot. This is huge. In fact, I would dare say with this list, this may change a lot of people's decision to actually go or not go to Epcot. Um, because, I mean, Chez de France, uh, Tokyo Dining, uh, Tuto Italia Ristorante, these are big, you know, long-term restaurants. There are a lot that are opening still. All the Mexico restaurants are opening. The UK, um, the Steakhouse in Canada, those are opening. But these are not opening. So that's, uh, that's quite interesting. Um, curiously, um, which said that, you know, buffet restaurants are not reopening. The one thing that is listed, of course, all this could change. Maybe they've made a mistake here. But curiously, Beer Garden is listed to open. And it's the only previously designed as a buffet restaurant that is scheduled to reopen in all of Walt Disney World as we speak right now. That's the only buffet restaurant. Now, I would imagine they're taking out those buffet stands and they're going to figure out how to do a menu selection, which I think would be kind of interesting. I've never really enjoyed the buffet, but it doesn't mean I don't enjoy some German food. I'm more particular on it. Love the indoor setting. Love the entertainment in there. So that's going to be, and, and, it's, and it's air conditioned and shaded and well open. You know, you can block off social distancing. You do, you do tend to eat at large tables with others, but they'll just give you a large table all by yourself is probably what they're going to do and block people off. So it will give you a lot more privacy, which people also didn't like. Some people love that social interaction. Others don't. And so if you don't, this may be the chance to try Beer Garden out in a way that is just different than it's been before. We'll have to see. We'll, we'll let you know more as we know. I should just mention one thing that is not on the list, uh, not surprisingly, but if there hadn't been a pandemic, it would have been on the list, and that is Space 220. It was scheduled to open by now. We could have been going up 220 miles into space to a brand new restaurant. It is not on the list to reopen. I imagine that Walt Disney World, this is my guess, will have some press event in the October timeframe. And in that press event, 
if things go well social distancing they may reopen at least some of the fireworks shows maybe the new one at epcot i think that's when they will open ratatouille this is only me speaking but i think this is when this will happen is somewhere in october they'll open up ratatouille at that time and probably space 220. also by the way in all these listings even though on the park schedules water parks are listed there is no discussion of water park restaurants or dining reopening so there you have it those are things not opening at at um walt disney world uh theme parks and i will have to say some of those epcot ones may be deal breakers for a lot of people who enjoy those uh dining locations on the COVID 19 front now earlier in a previous disney news on parade last week we mentioned that there is a petition on change.org to not reopen Disneyland in July. There's a feeling from the cast members that um, that it was unsafe conditions. Since then, they've rallied, I think, around 48,000 signatures. So they've, they've done well. There's still this kind of tension out in California. Um, however, um, they've been doing the same thing at on a different um, on a different site, they have also started a petition not to reopen Walt Disney World, stating that cast members quote while theme parks are a great way to relax and enjoy free time, it is a non-essential business. It is not fair to the people who work there to risk their lives, especially if they are at risk or have family members who are at risk. People are more important than making a profit mayors theme park executives government officials please hear what we are saying end of quote um that petition has gone up not a lot of signatures i want to say around four thousand five thousand out of seventy two thousand cast members um and i'm not saying that everyone who signs petition by the way is a cast member so i don't think that's the case in the disneyland one um i, I also say that i went to that particular site to find that petition. And honestly, after spending 10 or 15 minutes, I could not for the life of me find that particular um, petition, which was on Move On. I did find a lot of peculiar petitions that go up. My favorite was a petition to designate the remains of Splendid China, Florida as an historic landmark. I think two people had signed that one. And if you know what Splendid China, Florida is, then you deserve you deserve a prize from me. That's all I can say. But I don't have one, but you just know that you deserve one. Here's one of the realities of this. And there is breaking news that I'm just getting, getting from my good friend, David Zanola, that um, right now, as we speak, um, hundreds of employees at Universal Orlando are being laid off. Now, I haven't really gone through this and confirmed, but apparently there are reports coming that there are layoffs coming. Don't know if that's really dealing with the front line or not. I'll just say that for a lot of cast members or crew members, whoever they may be at these parks, one of the problems right now 
is, and that's not a problem per se. I am glad that they're getting unemployment at this time, but they're getting via the state and federal uh, sources. They're actually, many of them are getting better unemployment than they were getting pay and their benefits are still being covered by these parks. So um, a lot of them are just very happy to wait a little longer and I don't blame them. Some of them may want to work, but just do not feel really good about the what it's like to go back to work. And it is different as a cast member, crew member going back to work than it is as a guest going back. In my view, I think probably one of the safer places to be in Central Florida is going to be these theme parks. I hear that by and large, things are going pretty well at the Universal Parks. Um, there are photos we see of things aren't going right and so forth, but by and large, people are keeping masks on, people are trying to social distance. I think they're doing their best, but I think they're going to do far better at Disney World, but that doesn't mean that for a cast member, it's, it's a lot harder. And so I appreciate where the cast is coming from. I should also mention that uh, Dan Feldman of Yahoo Sports noted um, that remember we had been talking for nearly a month, if not longer, about NBA doing playoffs at ESPN Wide World of Sports. Well, one NBA playoff team has had four positive coronavirus tests in the last couple of weeks. So, and according to Shams uh, Chalania, a writer for The Athletic, um, now, it, um, again, there's, there's this tension. The idea was that they would build a bubble, quote unquote, at Walt Disney World for these NBA teams to play. So literally they're putting them up in convention resort hotels and theoretically outfitting those resort um, convention spaces as best they can with basketball hoops to practice so they can practice um, privately without being seen. Um, of course, there's a lot of extra facilities at ESPN to practice as well. Um, going back to Shams uh, Charania, uh, a writer for The Athletic, the following NBA teams are going to stay at the following Disney hotels and resorts. And I don't know basketball enough to know who's better than the others. But um, I sense the better ones are staying at the Grand Destino only because the Grand Destino is the last one to um, change over to regular guests. Um, but Milwaukee Bucks, Los Angeles Lakers, Toronto Raptors, Los Angeles Clippers, Boston Celtics, Denver Nuggets, Utah Jazz, Miami Heat, they're all staying at Coronado Springs Grand Destino Tower. At the Grand Floridian, Oklahoma City Thunder, Philadelphia 76ers, Houston Rockets, Indiana Pacers, Dallas Mavericks, Brooklyn Nets, Memphis Grizzlies, Orlando Magic, and at the Yacht Club, Portland Trail, um, Trailblazers, Sacramento Kings, New Orleans um, Pelicans, San Antonio Spurs, Phoenix Suns, Washington Wizards. They are staying at the Yacht Club. Um, meanwhile, amidst all this, the number of positive cases is rising dramatically in Florida. And while there are many doctors, along with the governor, that agree that this lower median age of those affected is much lower um, and that the impact on younger people doesn't seem to be the same as it is on the elderly 
it's still uncertain how this thing is going to keep spreading, especially unknowingly, uh, to susceptible groups. So this is still a factor and the show's not over and there is still, this needs to get contained and it's not getting, it's not going down quickly. So that's the latest and greatest on the COVID-19 front. Let me just uh, finish up with some really great pieces of news. The first is that Disneyland Paris is reopening. It has announced a phase reopening of the resort as of the 15th of July, 2020, starting with both theme parks and Disney's Newport Bay Club Hotel and the Disney Village. Um, so the rest of the resort hotels apparently not yet, um, but those are opening. It too has a system by which you're going to need to register online, a res registration system that's going to be made available to um, possible guests in early July. And by the way, I got to show this photo in the text thing. There's also this thing called Zen Guarantee, which allows flexible booking while providing cancellations or changes up to seven days prior to arrival. And you got to see the picture of Rafiki uh, doing the Zen pose. It's just um, a really funny, uh, funny way to announce uh, the flexibility in bookings. Anyway, that's Disneyland Paris. Congratulations to them. They're reopening. That's pretty exciting. Um, and then the second thing is that Tokyo Disney Resort is reopening. The Oriental Land Company, the local operator of Tokyo Disney Resort, said um, that it plans to begin welcoming guests back to Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea on July 1st. So next week, the, the park had closed on February 29th, and since then its shopping area, Ixbiari, reopened on June 1st. And, and, and people have been showing um, pictures of them uh, kind of creating spaces for people lined up to get into the parks and everything. So they've been working on this for some time. Other attractions in Tokyo and Japan had been opening. So this isn't too surprising. Um, the company plans to limit daily attendance to 15,000 people for the time being, 15,000 people a day. And I assume that's per parks. And really, when you put them in those parks, that's that will spread out thin. Uh, to prevent visitors from congregating around the park gates, tickets will be sold on, online only beginning June 25th, and each guest will be assigned a set time for entry. Visitors will be required to wear masks and have their temperatures taken upon admittance. Uh, several attractions and live shows will remain closed. They, I have not seen a formal reopening or formal opening of their new Beauty and the Beast area um, yet. Um, but our friend Chris at TDR Explorer, he covers a lot of this in more detail. I'm not sure if he's talked about the state of fast passes. I imagine they've gone away temporarily as well, but I don't know that for sure. He does outline attractions that will be closed um, that incidentally are not closing in Magic Kingdom, such as Swiss Family Treehouse and Tom Sawyer's Island. Also, um, attractions such as Cinderella's Fairy Tale Hall, which is... Um, their indoor area that takes up Cinderella's Royal Banquet Hall, which I'm going to say 
I need to look that up. Check the notes page. I will double check, but I don't think Cinderella's Royal Banquet Hall is reopening at this time. So um, I need to check that. So make sure you check the notes page on that. Also, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea at Tokyo Disney Sea is not going to be operating. That attraction involves putting people in the kind of, um, I think of a skyline, Skyway bucket or something halfway between a Skyway bucket and a Skyliner cabin. It's very small and contained and, and involves touching um, an apparatus that helps you to um, shine a flashlight at certain things at, at certain times during the ride. Not surprising this is reopening because it's a cleaning nightmare between guests, but that's a disappointing piece of news. So anyway, that's the news. We congratulate Disneyland Paris. We congratulate D Tokyo Disney reopening. I can tell you that folks at T Tokyo Disney will be superb at being very, very careful in their social distancing and wearing masks and all of those things. They're just good at that to begin with and um, have always been very, very compliant in their approach and their respect toward others. And, and so it's going to be really exciting to see how that plays out for them. You know, we said when Disneyland announced its reopening that uh, Josh D'Amaro mentioned that this Disneyland was one of the first to close and, one of, and would be the last to reopen. So we projected that Tokyo... Disney and Disneyland Paris would reopen before Disneyland, and it remains to be the last one to reopen, which will happen on July 17th, the day of Disneyland's 65th anniversary. Well, that's it for Disney News on Parade. So much being covered, and I just don't be surprised if we have another one. Uh, within the next couple of days to come. So be sure to subscribe to our podcast. If you like the things you're hearing, please go out to um, iTunes and give us a positive rating and review if possible. Just know that that helps us to be seen by more people when they're kind of finding the rest, right place to go to uh, to find a, a great podcast to listen to. We are trying very hard to be the very best best podcast, very best um, sites with both Disney at play.com, Disney at work.com. That's why we invite you to go to the, uh, our post on Disney at play.com and, and click on the link for the survey because we really would welcome you giving us feedback on how we could be better and in, in serving you with your uh, podcast and uh, social media needs. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being part of all of this. It's been great to see the number of people who have recently um, been downloading our podcast and so forth. And we are grateful for those of you who joined us. Just know if you're in Europe, I try really hard to get this podcast out before midnight so you have it first thing in the morning when you're waking up i just love to see you folks from the uk from the netherlands from france from romania just love to see you folks um downloading the podcast as well as everyone else around the world and especially here at home in the united states as we say in every podcast because sinbad says it at storybook voyage at tokyo disney sea that's podcast 37 always remember Follow the compass of your heart 
Have a great day. We'll see you.